Welcome back to A People's Guide to Publishing. I'm Joe Beal, the founder and CEO of Microcosm Publishing and Distribution. I'm also the author of A People's Guide to Publishing, which distills what I've learned from selling millions of books over the past 25 years. I'm Ellie Blue. I'm the Editorial and Marketing Director here at Microcosm. We are an independent midlist publisher based in Portland, Oregon. We have 14 employees, over 650 titles in print with 20 to 40 new books per year, and we distribute thousands of titles from other publishers. We started this podcast so that we can share what we've learned with newer publishers so that you can learn from our mistakes. Or maybe you just want to understand the publishing industry. This week, we are going to talk about what does a publisher do? Which sounds kind of fundamental or rudimentary or several other words that might even have six syllables. But it's something we haven't really addressed yet on this program. I feel like that's all we address on this program. <laughs> <laughs> well, more of what we address on this program is how should a publisher do X? Oh, but like what are the basic tasks? We strangely haven't addressed that. Mm-hmm. What are the jobs of a publisher is another way you could put it. Why would you have a publisher? Why? Why publisher? Why? Why not just, you know, I guess write a blog post? Mm-hmm. Well, this is getting too deep. Let's get back to our job descriptions. What back is a to work, everyone. <laughs> a publisher, you know, I mean, and I said this in the book, I say this, I feel like over and over and over, a publisher's real job is to make a creative piece of intellectual property more valuable than it would be on its own. Our Let that one sink in. Is to add value at every step of the process. Yeah. And if we're not if we can't add value to something, there's no reason for us to exist in the value chain because we're not contributing to the value chain. So like what are the various what are the what are the points on the value chain at which we can add <laughs> well add, add something substantial. Fully man, this is going to be like a 10-parter. Hopefully, you, we would add value in the developmental stage, which is like communicating the value of a creative work. And then hopefully we would be able to add value in the distribution chain, you know, by just getting it to people that would be interested in it. Hopefully we would be adding value in marketing and publicity in the chain. And, you know, hopefully we would just have better ability to, you know, help it reach people in all kinds of languages and all kinds of formats, you know, I mean, that people wouldn't be able to do on their own because of relationships that we have. Makes yeah. sense? Makes total sense. Mm -hmm. I, I guess design and editorial are kind of part of the developmental stage. Job number two is think critically to accomplish goals, you know, and that is like, I feel like such common sense and such uncommon practice, you know, mm -hmm. that you really can't just be like, well, you do this at this point because of this. You right. have to really dial it back and say, what's the shortest path between two points? Right. Like the job of publishing is not to perform publishing. Yeah. And if you do, you're already failing. You know, you really want to have it be, how do we get there most easily? Publishing theater is totally a thing. Publishing theater is everything. It's everywhere. <laughs> I've left the house before. <laughs> Sheesh, come on. Next, a publisher handles billing the customers, collecting money due, paying royalties to the author. So you're like the financial arm of the work, you know? So that's like, you know, basically saying, like, we sent you some books, you gotta pay for them. And then saying the author, 
we shipped these books, we got paid for these books, here is your portion, you know. Stores, ships, and manages stock levels to various wholesalers, retailers, overseas partners, and makes the best use of resources. So that's like everything from saying, this is when we need to reprint something because it makes sense, or sometimes saying, maybe we don't need to keep this hardcover format, maybe we should move it to paperback. You know, or in our case, maybe we should stop printing this in paperback and make a hardcover because we're cool like that. <laughs> no commentary on this. I'm surprised. <laughs> and markets the work to the industry and the audience. You know, like we talked about, that's like everything from being like, hey, this book exists to, hey, you specific singular demographic you are interested in this book for reasons X, Y, Z. And that's done everywhere from the developmental stage to the publication and distribution stage to, you know, like direct phone calls and emails and all that, you know. Licenses publication to foreign countries and languages and other formats such as audio. So, you know, we do that. I mean, that's like becoming an increasingly big part of my job where, you know, talking to people and showing audio publishers or foreign rights, you know, Russian publishers or whatever samples and talking to them about our catalog. And, you know, if they say we're interested in this bicycle book, we say we have these bicycle books too, you know, things like that. And then, um, you know, we have a rights agency that keeps track of these things and negotiates the, the actual brass tacks of the deal. But, you know, they can't just possibly know every single thing we have Argentinian rights for or, you know, what we haven't yet sold in, you know. Uh, oh, you know, they, they can't know our entire back catalog. They're mostly focused on our front catalog, as is most of the industry. So, you know, maximizing that becomes sort of weirdly my job. And signing all those agreements is also my job. Um, maintaining a website to market and sell directly to readers. Now, I guess that's not like required. That's just like increasingly required. See also COVID. It's a really good idea. Yeah. Major reason why we boomed under COVID instead of busted. Yeah. If your publisher doesn't do this and they're not a multinational corporation. Maybe you could do it yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cracks down on theft and piracy. How unfun does that sound? That's everything from being like, yes, I know you're a fan of the author, but you still can't steal it. And, and, and also, um, we ran into one the other day where a podcast was simply reading the entirety of one of our books without the author's permission or our release, you know. So, Amazing. Yeah. So basically, they're giving the entire book away. You know, they're—I mean—they're literally giving away the audio book, which is a product that already exists that you can buy. You know? Wow. You know, and I was like, wow, that is like. Wow. So weird to do that without commentary, or you know, and to do it like freely and publicly. Wow. So that's and you know most of them they're just like you know this is LinkedIn has become a propagator of. Uh, pirated content as well lately so that's just like yeah. being like take down these ebooks please stop stealing not very nice performs editorial and design work to suit the audience so that's like again communicating the age range the value proposition the like what it's about who it's for all that kind of great great stuff 
you know, I feel like that's like most of what we talk about on this program. Pays for an overseas printing and ebook creation. So that's like, don't charge the author money to make these things. The author is buying books if they're paying money. You know, the author is not paying you for services. And understanding the publisher's audience and how to reach them. So that's like, you know, just not like committing major bungles, you know, so um, if maybe an audience is sensitive to a certain topic, you don't mix that topic with the book that you're publishing. Or in one case, as I learned recently, the term, well, I guess I learned it several years ago at this point, the term radical feminist does oh. not mean radical or seemingly feminist. It means sort of conservative... Transphobic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you know, and conservative in the traditional definition of like resistant to change, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> resistant to your ideas being challenged. Yeah, and so you know, but not realizing that, I took those words at face value. Boy, was that a mistake! Whew. We did not. That did not go to print, fortunately. Thankfully. So you know, that's understanding your audience. Uh, develop global distribution networks. So that's like. You know, like, you're not going to have a warehouse or salespeople in every country in the world, but, like, if somebody in Albania wants to buy your book, there's a way for them to buy your book. Maybe not economically, but, like, materially, you know? Or, like, you can buy our books more or less worldwide. Like, you know, we have shocking amounts of distribution in Malaysia. I mean, and shocking to me. Presumably also shocking to you, but I don't really know what your expectations are. But that was, yeah, I'm often, like, amazed where we do and do not sell books. Um, filters authors that fit core competencies. So that's, like, accepting certain authors, rejecting certain authors. Not because you're rejecting the author, but, like, you know, what they're writing, you cannot sell. Like, so you cannot create more value in the chain for certain authors. You know, things like that. And pairs content and ideas to an appropriate author. So that's like saying, right. you know, like you cannot write on this topic because you have no expertise in this topic. Or right. conversely saying, like, instead of that, what about this? Or saying, this is a really good idea because, you know, you have this knowledge. You know, so with Dr. Faith Harper, our... Uh, I think she is now our best-selling author. Oh, yeah. 16th printing, or, f yeah. So, you know, we come to her and we say, okay, you have this degree as a nutritionist and this degree as a sexologist and this degree in your, like, you know, PhD and, you know. So you could write on this topic. Like, you are an expert on a wide range of topics. But you would probably not write children's fiction, you know, like that would be a very different sort of expertise. Or and like a vacuum cleaning repair manual. Hey, I wouldn't rule it. Faith, get in touch. She does do cookbooks. Mm -hmm. And so invests resources to make its catalog successful. So that's everything from like, you know, going to trade shows and like, you know, showing and, you know, and just also mailing catalogs. You know, this is like another version of variation on marketing, I guess. Builds and maintains relationships with suppliers, retailers, the media, authors, agencies, and institutions. So that's basically saying, like, 
the publisher's value is in their relationships, you know, that like, it's the same reason why like your publisher will often be the one that's like, oh, I know so-and-so, let's see if they're interested in being involved in this, you know, or like we, you know, Vice has written about us before or Vox has written about us before or whatever. So like they could write about this though. There are no guarantees. Like we can only show it to them. Or, you know, this book has been sold in Barnes & Noble, so maybe they would be interested in this. Or, knowing, conversely, they would not be interested in this because these are their predilections at this time, you know. And so all those kinds of things, like, it's partly relationships and partly institutional knowledge, you know, that leads you, you know, or when a publisher has an idea, that's, like, what leads them right back to the author that's, like, they would be a good fit for this project. I I'm in awe of your list. You're bewildered. No, I'm I'm just I'm just absorbing all of this. You, mm -hmm. you were so prepared, and I just sat down here without even knowing what the topic I wrote was. A I have book to confess. On the <laughs> but that is, you know, and that's like, you know, I mean, I tried to make an exhaustive list, you know, to really cover every. Are those bullet points going in the next edition? Next edition, keeping oh. me busy. <laughs> I guess the, you, you heard it here first. Edition two. Of I might resequence them. Spoiler alert! Thanks for joining us once again. Please send your questions to podcast at microcosmpublishing.com so we can answer them on future episodes. And please give us five stars on iTunes and everywhere else that podcasts are reviewed. You can find us on the internet at microcosm.pub. On Twitter at microcosm. On Facebook at microcosm publishing on Instagram at microcosm underscore pub. And here in Portland, Oregon on North Williams Avenue. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful week. <laughs>